Welcome, everybody, to the Eyes on Big Podcast, your go-to Big Ten football podcast. I'm your co-host, Jeffrey the Greek, joined as always by... This is Big Kurt here. Big Kurt, you on Twitter? I am on Twitter. I'm Big Kurt on Twitter at B1GKURT. And I am Jeffrey the Greek at Jeffrey the Greek. Thank you so much for listening and downloading the podcast. We're going to keep hitting record, so please keep listening. Please keep sharing. Please keep subscribing. All that stuff. Let's let's keep the good times rolling. Hey, you know, we uh, we like talking about food topics, right? <laughs> and it's... By far, the most uh, traction and reaction we get on Twitter is when we go food. This isn't exactly food, but do you take vitamin B? Uh, that uh, Vitamin D is what I take. I take D as well, but okay. d- have you ever taken B? Like I, I, my two my two go-tos are vitamin D and uh, fish oil. That's that's what I, I do. I do fish oil. Yeah. I've got this whole cocktail. I've, you know you know the old people, they have their little, their little prescription things from Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> I have one of those. <laughs> How did you get your hands on one of these? You're not that old. But it's, mo- I do have a couple of scripts, but it's mostly supplements, right? Okay. So I do take fish oil, I take D. And I just added a B complex in. And I think I had an allergic reaction to it this morning. Oh, really? I just started taking it, but today I took it on an empty stomach and then I never ate anything after it either. Are you supposed to? I don't know. Eat. Okay. But I started, like, I felt like I had. Hot flashes, but also I felt like I had a sunburn and my skin started itching. Huh. You've never, so ah, no. I was hoping maybe you. Not would, from a vitamin. Or I guess I don't know if I've ever had those symptoms, period, but. I've never taken you, vitamin. You okay, it's the, yeah, I'm fine, but okay. it's the only thing I could think of that I did differently today. Yeah. I just started taking it like two days ago, but I would take it and eat, you know? Yeah. And so this know. time I just had an empty stomach for hours afterwards. I'm like, what is going on here? Well, keep an eye on that, man. You never know. You know, could so be the any of our morning. listeners have any input on any, that one? Any any of our medical expertise listeners? Um, the other one that I take now is uh, allergy pills. Oh, what for? <clears throat> um, oh Christ! Like what kind uh, of allergy? Uh, seasonal allergies. It, I don't have allergies. Thankfully. Yeah, I is one of those deals where zero allergies, zero allergic reactions yeah. to my knowledge. At least I don't remember any of that. It was basically the spring after my 32nd birthday that, okay. that next spring boom allergies hit thankfully because i my dad suffers he, he's miserable when he has them yeah i, I don't want it but to this day i haven't had any experience with it yeah thankfully. well i feel like if you've made it i don't know i feel like it's that's one of those deals where if you've made it into your 40s i like think you're probably, probably yeah until you you know you're really old and decrepit and start falling apart then all, all bets are off but it's um, not like my, I mean, my my seasonal allergies were uh, reminiscent of a annoying hangover. That's what it felt really? like. Like I felt like I was dehydrated. Huh, that's headache not... kind of not yeah. all there mentally like you're not sharp on it. Well, I thought like you it was a lot of sinus congestion. No? I don't see I, that's not what I get. Are you sure it's not migraines? You're sure it's seasonal allergies? God, I hope not. I had one of those in my life. I never want one of those again. Um uh no, I I'll be honest with you. I talked to a doctor about it once, and he's like, "Yeah, that sounds like okay. seasonal allergies." And he's basically like, "I can't think of the name of the pills. Uh, they're, they're cheap. Like, I basically have one bottle, and I just got to get okay. through the spring because once everything's pollinated sure. and gone, then I'm then I'm fine." Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's dust. I don't know. I've never had the. I I I think it's cool. Like you know, sometimes science is cool. But when they do the little prick test on you or somewhere, yeah, where they hit you with stuff, I've never done they, that, and neither have I. But I think it's pretty amazing that you know they do that. They can pinpoint exactly right. what allergies you're at. Maybe I'll have to do that someday if they 
<clears throat> evolve or whatever and the little teeny pill that I buy at Walgreens doesn't do it anymore but I hope I never get to that point yeah I'm just yeah. thankful I don't have them <laughs> yeah just stay upright buddy keep 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 an eye on that the last the thing symptoms. I need is another ailment <laughs> for, for, none of us do all right, so we are going to talk about this podcast will be predominantly NIL, okay? And then name, a little bit image likeness. Name image likeness and then a little bit into what we call the TP, the transfer portal second. Um like a precursor before we even get to that cuz I know you have housekeeping. Um me and you talked about this as a topic earlier in the week it was like monday or tuesday when we kind of hashed through it yeah and then this topic exploded on twitter this week in certain circles and then a a couple podcasts i listened to were talking about it as well so now i feel like since we're recording on a saturday here we're kind of reactionary to yeah, a certain we kind of missed the I swear we talked about this earlier in the week can you confirm that that we No we did yeah. talk about it and i think i think the reason everyone started you know, it started coming up on Twitter and, and just throughout the country is because Isaiah Livers yep. from Michigan, yep. Jordan Bohannon yep. from Iowa, and then Geo Baker from Rutgers all met with Mark Emmert this week yep. on, on Wednesday, I guess it was the first yep. and talking about allowing NIL, at least for this upcoming season. And I guess the, what the players said coming out of that meeting was Emmert said, quote unquote, th- that he would get back to them. Yeah. So I guess that's what sparked it. That probably is, yeah. That's what sparked it this week. Um, I didn't even know that meeting was happening. To Neither did I until after the meeting was essentially over. So obviously we're going to go through that. But in interesting, detail. it was three Big Ten guys, and that's why maybe that's why I was noticing so much of it on Twitter because obviously so many of our followers right. are Big Ten people. So we're going to get into that a little bit into the TP. We'll have strong opinions, I'm I'm sure, and then. Uh, into more a little bit, I would say, cheerier topics. The next podcast, which might be in about a week or 10 days or somewhere around Depending there. Depending on how motivated we are. Let's just say that. <laughs> and I am motivated to do this. This is going to be the next podcast will be. Oh, not that an, I'm not of, motivated to do the podcast eventually. Right. It's just a matter of when. When it hits. Yes. yes. Um, it will be on the NFL draft, obviously, because this is a predominantly Big Ten football podcast. We will predominantly focus on Big Ten players. I've already got a couple sheets pulled together. I'm not. It's not going to be as elaborate and deep as you're recruiting, but I've got a couple Good tidbits. I'm already excited to show you, uh, share with you and the listeners. Uh, well, I'm glad one of us has done some research. Yeah, but uh, you'll be. It'll be no different than I. I, mean, I didn't prepare for the recruiting. Sure. I just followed your lead. Maybe it'll be something like that to to a certain degree. We'll see. We should mirror the exact same format. You want to try that? You should do all the research. Yeah. And then give me the sheet ahead of time, and yeah. we can do a podcast. I, I just want to publicly say, though, uh, the amount of work you put into the recruiting one is far beyond that. I, You're not going to do a 17 tab spreadsheet. <laughs> I don't think so, but it was amazing, man. Again, I wanted to say that. All right, so before we get into the subject matters, we got some housekeeping items. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping. Yeah, housekeeping here. Some bad news out of College Park, Maryland. Five-star inside linebacker and Maryland commit Terrence Lewis from Miami has torn his ACL. Oh, like bad. I feel bad. We just talked about him on I the last know, podcast. Man. Pointed what, him out. You know, Locks, as we know, is a great recruiter. 
but this kind of reminds me of him at Illinois when he was recruiting. He got two five stars. I want to say they were in the same class, or maybe back to back classes. But one was Regis Ben, the wide receiver. Oh yeah, I remember him. the other was Martez Wilson, the the edge yeah. slash linebacker. But he, they those guys just couldn't stay on the. Mm. I shouldn't say couldn't stay on the field. Regis Ben, I got to give that guy credit. He, he was, was always he was healthy and ball. But he, he was, was always injured. That was okay. a thing. He was he played injured all the time, especially his sophomore year after he had had a great freshman year and everyone was expecting this huge year. He really suffered with shoulder problems that year. He I don't I don't know that that guy was ever healthy his entire career. And Martez Wilson, eh, he didn't suffer from injuries so much. He did get stabbed once, so that was. Uh, kept <laughs> that's a little, not ideal. A little recovery yeah. required there, yeah. but other than that, but he, yeah, it just a little bit of bad luck here. It just and seems I, to kind of go back to his Illinois days. Yeah, and the, where I thought you were going with it is the Maryland bad luck. Just with, well, that's a good. I didn't even think with, about it in that. That sense. was the first thing I thought about when I heard about him getting injured. Does, um, does the the Maryland karma fairy or whatever know that he's not a quarterback? He's a right. linebacker. Take or maybe it, off it, it bounces around. Maybe all the, now they'll be down to their fourth and fifth string outside middle linebackers. When it's, I hope that's not the case. Obviously, no, but hopefully, hopefully he'll get healthy soon. So bad news there. But Jeff Petroikis, moving on from the Milwaukee Sentinel Journal, has announced that Barry Alvarez, the University of Wisconsin athletic director since 2006, is close to retirement and should be done approximately in July. Okay, so that's pretty quick turnaround as far as I mean a lot of yeah. times you'll see athletic directors presidents announce their retirement and they'll stick on for like a whole nother you know calendar year type of sure. deal um Barry just had enough apparently and he Barry's gonna take off when he wants to take off I really assume. really curious to see who backfills this position here well two positions his athletic director position and his big 10 commissioner position too a good point he's got he's got two big shoes that are gonna have to be filled huge opening for the yeah. big 10 right now yeah that is that is interesting isn't it i mean so who to, oh to, you know who no, it's gonna I, be it's gonna be gene smith it's pretty it's i i would say it was already 1a 1b in my mind and i know we're being a little facetious here but i'm not being completely facetious uh -uh. i believe there was and still is a bit of a power struggle that goes on behind no the scenes between the athletic directors and kind of to a certain degree coaches against the big 10 commissioner i believe that barry alvarez and uh, uh gene smith were more locksmith or lockstep excuse me with each other as they were with the big 10 commissioner don't you think that the ad's probably kind of have a de facto commissioner of their own like they just they may may come to a consensus on something but then they leave it up to barry and gene to approach the conference about it i would i i think about that all the time there's no way we're the only ones that think about that i'm sure that happens i i bet it does or, or like or, if, let's say i don't know ruckers really needs something they call up barry hey can you help us out here can you talk to to k-dubs for us i i i don't think you're being crazy no. i think that stuff happens and then is there a text chain with all 14 athletic directors on it where well, they have their numbers and they has to be, they communicate stuff or, or is there one with seven because like, sure. Cause there's different factions, right? We, we don't want Pat Hobbs on this text. I mean, we'll have him on the general one, but we'll never make fun of Rutgers. We want to, you know, have our own, I mean, little bubble here. People think when, you know, uh, people, you know, name an AD, 
But when they get hired into those positions that they suddenly change and they just become this completely different, always professional person, that's not true, you know? No. Um, so the point I'm trying to make is these coaches and, and these athletic directors, they're a lot like us, probably more than what you think. I think if you spent time with some of these guys, you'd be like, he really wasn't as brilliant as maybe you, no. you think somebody like that would be. So point I'm trying to make is, yeah, that stuff probably actually happens. That text thread would be absolute gold. Oh like, could you imagine like Josh Whitman, the, the crap he took after Illinois lost in the round of 32? And he just, it, it, he just throws it out there. It, like I, what I thought you were getting at is what happens if he just like screenshot it and send it out? Cause he just don't give a bleep anymore. Cause well, there's, there's been a lot of sure. him not giving a bleep in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, there has. Yeah. But I'm just imagining the ribbing back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, back to Barry specifically. Um, there has been no single person. If somebody wants to challenge me on this, take it. But there has been no single person that has meant more to Wisconsin athletics than Barry Alvarez. No. Like if they did a, a, a Wisconsin athletic um, Mount Rushmore to a certain degree, he'd have to be his own monument. And then there, you, you pick four other because there's nobody that's equal to him. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. So he's crazy horse. Okay. You know, which is right down the road from Mount Rushmore. I've never been. I, I would, I would like to go. Somewhere never been to Rushmore. No, I've not. Have you so. been to South Dakota in general? I have been to South Dakota okay. in general. Yeah. Rushmore. Not much, not much further in than Sioux Falls, but yeah, I've been. I mean, it's so I've been a couple times. Yeah. Actually, I've been like, th- I've been at least three times that I can remember. It's a little underwhelming when you see it in person. It's just not quite as bold as you would think. Okay. In fact, I don't know that I'd even recommend going into the actual park itself because you can drive by and see it. Okay. That's what I would do. Crazy Horse isn't great either, but if you're in that area, Spearfish Canyon, amazing. Badlands, amazing. Needles Highway, amazing. There's better things to do in the air, I think. Gotcha. And I've spent a lot of time out there. Someday I'll go. Where, how the hell did we? What are we? What were we just? We're talking, talking about Mount Rushmore of, of Wisconsin <laughs> athletics. Sorry, we get off on tangents here. Um, right. So he, point being is, I don't think you can overstate him stepping down on how big of a deal that is. Well, as you know, I sent the gift to you of Andy Dufresne emerging from the 500 yards of sewage in the rain with his hands yeah. up because maybe, maybe this is the opening that other Big Tens. We're looking for Big Ten teams. We're looking for. Yeah, I mean, Wisconsin football didn't have a great year last year, but eh, it was whatever. It was weird. Obviously, um, the basketball program was down. Still made an NCAA. They tournament. were still good. Um, so it's not like uh, Wisconsin athletics are down, but maybe not quite as high as they've been. And then you factor this in, like the overall thought process is: we always joke and say. It doesn't matter who the coach of the football team is. It's going to take on the persona that Barry Alvarez wants for the football team. Yep. Well, what happens when you remove that persona from the situation? I think whoever's replacing him is going to be intelligent enough to know, don't change a damn thing. Yeah. Take Just take Barry's notes from the last 30-plus years and follow him to a T. Something like that. And it doesn't hurt that the football coach – I mean, uh, Chris isn't going anywhere no. anytime soon. So that's good that there is, there's no, well, should we, you know, is, is Paul Christ approaching the hot, that stuff would be extremely 
tough to deal with for a new coming AD. They, he doesn't have to worry about any of that stuff. No, and the other thing about Chris is I don't imagine a blue blood coming calling on him. No. Because he's such a dull personality, let's just be honest. Publicly. That's just my take. I don't think he's that dull behind the scenes. My, is what, is I mean, he what must my... not be if, you, if you're running a program that well. But also, they, I, I think the Blue Bloods look at him and, and just say, well, he's just doing what was already put in place for him. He's, it's not, and, and I should, that, may, that makes it sound like he's not a good coach. I don't know. I just yeah, don't see I, He's a good coach. And, and but do the, you see him going to a Blue I do Blood? Not, I do not. No, it's a really good point. And then the other side of it is he's a Wisconsin guy. So, well, I that's think true. I, he is a Wisconsin I, guy. I, I think that's just as much of anything, but definitely the other stuff you're bringing up too. So, yeah. I mean, maybe if he, if the new AD is a total jackass and he just wants out of there, but still it'd have to be a blue blood would have to want him. And I don't know. There's don't something about him. I just don't see that happening. Low chance of that happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so this will be interesting to me to see if this changes the power structure at all in the big 10 West, especially. Yep. Definitely worth, worth talking about and i'm sure it'll be something that we'll see little bit differences as time goes on here i mean they've achieved at such a high level for such a long time you gotta expect a step back i do not don't damn it (laughs) i I don't but it's i'll say this i thought there was a one percent chance of that happening now maybe a two and a half percent chance of happening okay that's but one and a half times we have, chance. You have to admit he's an outstanding athletic director. Like A-plus athletic director. I don't think you can deny that at all. You can't expect it to get filled in by an A-plus guy. You can't, but, but it's it is not Wisconsin. Impossible. Now, branching off from that discussion, the Omaha World Herald reported just today, and this is the 3rd. Are we on the 3rd of April here? 3rd, I think. Yes, 3rd. 3rd of April. That AD Bill Moose is reportedly, quote-unquote, under initial consideration to become the Pac-12 commissioner. Yeah. So where he just came from, being an athletic director, spent a lot of time there. Um, I, I I get it, you know. Um, I get it. <laughs> By the way, the Pac-12 already looks better with Larry Scott gone. The Pac-12 is in better hands Boy, isn't being that... a, 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 with, with a headless horseman. <laughs> That it was under Larry Scott. I so. didn't even think about that. <laughs> yes. I mean, their stock has shot up in the last couple of weeks. The women's basketball is going to win a national championship. It's an all. It's an all Pac-12. Who's wi- playing? Is it Arizona? Arizona versus who's the other? Stanford. I, just, I, I think that's. I don't know. I don't know. I think so. Okay. I'm obviously, it's a Pac-12 too. women's basketball. It's an team all that Pac-12. Playing. I knew that much. You didn't have to. Pushed but me wasn't Arizona? They were like not underdogs, but they were like a three seed or four seed yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. But in in. I know enough about women's basketball to know that anytime, a, like they basically have three one seeds and a two seed make it every single every year. year. It's 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 chalky every single year. Right. This one was a little bit off, so it's it's made it more interesting. That kind of but, mirrored the men's, but then the men's then. obviously the the Pac twelve has looked amazing in the men's basketball tournament. So oh boy, uh, but the that's thing interesting. Is, yeah, I mean, I guess I I didn't really see a ton of reaction from. Nebraska fans, uh, my guess is it'll be mixed and they'll be arguing amongst each other on the news. No. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not like Bill Moose. He made the hire that needed to be made, of course, with with um, Scott Frost. And then and another, another good hire with Hoiberg. I think so. 
So um, the the wrestling program is pretty darn good. Volleyball, volleyball is good. Baseball is looking good yeah. right now. So like things are better, but obviously the football program and the basketball program is always what's going to kind of drive yeah. the athletic department and therefore the the quote unquote job that the athletic directors do. And they're both still not you know, anywhere near where they want them to be. So that's obviously going to, you know, uh, uh, have opinions. They're going to be kind of painting the board, I would think. But the other side of it is, I mean, he's either 69 or 70 Ooh. years. Is old. he? Okay. Like I know where, you know, life expectancy is improving and things like that, but that seems to be a pretty big job to take over at that age. Well, and I've also seen, and all of this is speculative at this point that he is kind of brushing this off. No, 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 no. They didn't contact me and you never know. But I, looking at if he did take the job, he's a brash dude, right? He'll be, he'll make big time decisions. He won't be afraid to do something, you know, that, that takes some guts and he'll be nationally in the news Yep, in a good way, not yeah. a bad way. Yeah. And he's not afraid of any of that. Just like you said. So, and comparing, if I'm a pac 12 fan, Comparing uh, Larry Scott to Bill Moose, I mean, I would take Bill Moose any day of the week, twice on Sundays. So, well, it's kind of isn't it the opposite of Barry? Like, you have to take a step back from Barry. You have to take a step forward from Larry Scott. Hundred <laughs> percent. I think everything me, eventually regresses back to the mean. I would think so. Yeah, I. This is definitely regression le, le, in in the right way. Larry rolled that bar out pretty low. Yes, I think, he did. I think you could pretty much hop across it uh, pretty easily. So. All right. Well, again, all speculation there. All so speculation. that that wraps talk about. Yeah, that wraps up housekeeping. All right. So we'll just see how this goes. Okay. We are going to jump right into the topic at hand, which is N I L. Uh, for those not in the know, that is name, image, and likely likeness. Uh, so what we got going on? This is kind of to a certain degree, you know, got started with the O'Bannon case from years ago, really kind of got the ball rolling. I don't know what changed after the O'Bannon case other than they killed in the NCAA football game. I mean, honestly, off the See, top of my head, I don't know what changed. It's the only effect that. I can remember. <laughs> so now here we are, you know, a little bit further down the road. So very quick, you know, little tidbits that, that maybe just people should know. So the actual court case is the people versus Alston. So the NCAA versus Alston. Okay. It's Sean Alston, a West Virginia running back. Here's the deal, though. Don't anybody that feels like really negatively, don't be don't be taking it out on Sean Alston. Okay. There's numerous other athletes that are involved with this. I'm just I'm just saying. But if you say, you know, versus Alston, everybody's going to want to know who it is. So I at least wanted to put that up there. They are expecting a ruling, quote unquote, sometime in June. See, yeah. but they were expecting a, a ruling right. in January, and right. they just keep kicking this on down the road. It's, NCAA, shit or get off the pot. I mean, I, like in the business world, if somebody you know says that something's going to get delivered, quote unquote, sometime in June, you better, if it comes in late July, you should usually be pretty happy about that. So this is kind of stinking like that yet again. Yeah, but with the Rona, you, you there's no deadlines anymore. I don't think if so. If anything happens, eh, Rona. Yeah. Couldn't deliver it on time, Rona. Uh, but luckily for these athletes that are expecting uh, a ruling sometime soon, there's hardly anything going on politically right now in our country. So no. I'm sure they're going to get right to it. Um, and then as far as, you know, what is expected out of this, like the, almost for sure, 
the athletes that are that are going to uh, have more you know power to use their NIL it's it's almost for sure going to be separate from the university of which they have allegiance to so well no it has to be separate it has to be separate. they're not allowed yeah. to have the image of the university in any type of advertisement or yep. what any yep. name image or, image or likeness it's not allowed yeah. to the the two are not allowed to overlap okay so we'll I think we'll organically get back into that, but kind of put a bull on that. I think we'll get back into it. So at least um, in the proposal, in the, that, proposal. That's the proposal, I just there's no way they're going to be able to do both because then it, you get to be a a uh, employee of the university, yeah. and I just do not see how that is going to potentially be the correct. Case. But let's again, we'll get into that. So all right, this is you know when I go into big topics, I have to do like a preface, like there's a statement that I want to make before. Okay. So, Basically, I'm going to make that a little bit of a statement and then let, you know, you, I mean, we've mostly talked about this. I think we're probably pretty close on the same page, but mostly let the listeners know where I stand. So the first thing I have to say is, you know, I believe in free will in capitalism. Yes. Um, I, I don't like being a hypocrite. I believe every human being at times is a hypocrite. You can't avoid it. It's it, it, sure it, you just but but now you don't need to avoid it. It's encouraged. It, it's it part of our society. Is. Yeah, and I am trying to fight that part of the society as much as humanly possible. Again, it gets harder and harder. So in that you know in that same vein, like I I because I don't want to be a hypocrite, and I look at this, and I look at you know Joe or Jane athlete. They, it's their name. Sure, it's their face. And it's I, their abilities. For me to say that they shouldn't profit off that, I, I, I cannot agree with that. So the first thing I want to say is, on its own, on a singular topic, yes or no, yes, I believe athletes should profit off their name and their name, their image, and their like likeness. I do as well. Okay, I figured you felt that way. Um, however. The collective simple-mindedness that so many people on Twitter, but even, you know, Twitter, you expect it to a certain degree, but the simple-mindedness yeah. from journalists and just... Well, I expect it from journalists at this at point, this too. At this point. Yeah. Like, and another thing I want to say is many times in life, I'm sure you've noticed this, too, um, you were really, you were really adamant about something, right? Sure. And then give it enough time, you found out, A, you were wrong. And B, many times, I'm glad I was wrong. That's happened to you, sure. right? Yeah. I mean, it happens. Yeah, there was one time when I thought I was wrong about something, but I ended up being wrong because I was right about it. Wow. That uh, that just made smoke come out of my ears, <laughs> man. I don't know I'm, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, so maybe this is one of those... Cases, okay, and I really do. I hope I'm wrong, but I I'm gonna come up with not come up. I just think these are two scenarios that are so plausible that it seems obvious to me. But I'm gonna run it by you now. You're probably again pretty close to being on the same page with me. So with I don't know. The, We're gonna find out. Yeah, we'll find. Out. I mean, mostly I want you to just look at these examples as neutral. Switzerland, I don't know if Switzerland is still considered neutral in the world, but as much as you can, um, and just tell me if you think I'm being crazy or not. I will do my best. Okay, and then obviously that same thing goes for anybody listening to this podcast here. I, I, I think this could wind up being 
um, something that you know we get a decent amount of reaction to. I do have uh, notes here at the top of my page to just stay calm. Don't shout. I'm not. I'm not trying to shout at people with this. I'm just. I'm just trying to say to myself, just think about this. All right. Think about the other things that will that could happen. So, okay. Um, we've been approached a couple times, right, uh, by different podcast platforms yeah. for us to record for them. Yes, right? correct. Um, the people we've talked to, emails and phone calls, they've been very nice. We haven't had no no bad, you know, exchanges with nope. people. No, nope. it's always been very positive and very intriguing. Yep. But at the same time, just was it's never been enough for us to say, yeah, okay, we're gonna kind of give up. Yeah, you know, some of our power, right. basically, right. essentially. Right. Some of what the some the, of our freedom pie. maybe is is the better way to put it. And that was for <laughs> peanuts, correct? For, for money. <laughs> Let's we be wanted. very clear. It was peanuts. <laughs> Part of the reason why, because if they offered enough money, oh, I'll, I'll, I could <laughs> give up freedom. I can do that for the. I everyone's got their price. So that's why we, you know, we didn't do it. But the point I'm obviously trying to get to is that. When you sign on the proverbial dotted line and somebody is is financially reimbursing you for something, okay, we just entered into an agreement. Things change, right? Right. Okay. So this is one of the most common things that people use. I don't actually think this will be the case, but most most time people use um, car dealerships, okay? It's just, it's easy. Yeah, I don't know. To, I do the same thing. Right. And, and I... I, I think there's going to be different ways this is going to work out, which we'll get into. But let's just we're going to use the the. Are we going to use the car dealer? We're going to use the car dealer just because I think it's the easiest thing for okay. people to, to grasp. So okay, what happens if Midway Ford in Roseville, Minnesota? Okay, place of love taken, Midway Ford. I've, they've, I've they've been very my, very friendly to me. My most recent uh, car from from my uh, employer for real from, from Midway, Midway Ford. Absolutely, I've done. I've had company vehicles from them and had work done. They've yep. always been friendly. So hey, shout out to Midway Ford. So maybe we'll, a sponsor. Maybe, maybe a sponsor. We'll see. So let's say Midway Ford is like you know what we are going to take a little bit of a different angle since this is such a pro pro town. You know NFL. Major League Baseball, NBA, hockey, yada yada. Let's let's go crazy. Let's let's be a gopher place because we feel like there's a niche that like there's a there's a market waiting to be filled. There, right. Essentially. And Roseville, the Midway Ford, not far away from the University Very of close, yeah. campus. So okay, so it works perfect. So let they say, okay, who are we gonna have as our first sponsor? You know what? We're gonna do Tanner Morgan. Tanner Morgan makes sense. Quarterback, quarterback yeah. of the universe, you know, Face already an established, you know, starter, everything like that. Great head so, of hair. Great, great head of. <laughs> For the Morgan family, please send <laughs> Twitter and emails to Bickert at. Okay, um, so <laughs> you knocked me off my post here. Okay, all right. Now, so here's a couple questions I have. All right. Okay. They are obviously going under the assumption that Tanner Morgan is going to be the starting quarterback for the Gophers. Oh boy. There yeah, are spots. Sure. There are spots recorded. Okay. He doesn't, he's probably wearing a maroon shirt, but doesn't have the M on it. It's going to be stuff like that. Yes, right? for sure. That's how it's going to be. He's going to be holding the football, you know, things like that. It'll be one of those. He's gym- going to have an awkward toss to like the, the head of sales, right. you know, or something like that. And he's going to try not to fire it in there. So the guy can actually catch it. So it's going to look totally awkward. Cause he's not used to just, you know, I love those it in there. They have their own like little charm. Yeah. To them, so, okay. So it's going to be something like that. Right. They record it sometime around now, you know, cause it would probably be like in the summer before the football season starts. 
What happens if Tanner Morgan gets beat out? And we've talked about it's a good example because they have such a loaded quarterback room. Who knows? Right. Okay. It, it could happen. What happens if it now? And by the way, you can use these same examples that I'm using with Tanner Morgan and obviously extrapolate this across the Big Ten. Like this can be used on basically any starting quarterback player, whatever. And so uh, this in no way is supposed to be directed specifically at Tanner Morgan. I'm just using a place of business that I, that I know to make maybe make it a little bit more familiar, but let's say they sign essentially like a two year deal for this. What happens if he plays one year and then transfers? Okay. Since, since players can't have agents, Who's their counsel? Well, that's when they're in. These, I think that's one of the biggest. They can't have any. They can't have any correlation no. to the university, right? They can't have an agent, as I know. So basically, their counsel has to be themselves, and and essentially a family or friend that you know. Right, and and that's one of the big holes in this nil thing is the fact that how do you do this? I mean, it's a great question. I, for a contract like that, you want an agent. Who I, knows what they're doing? You're gonna get screwed if you if you don't. You got to have some sort of like he would some have, lawyers gonna needs to be in that room. With he that. would have no idea what the going rate for a commercial like that is. None of us do. None How would he do. know that? No, none of us would. And you would want to find out. Like, hey, they're paying me four thousand dollars. Like, and somebody be like four thousand. Right. You're worth fifty four thousand, man. Yeah, he's like raining, you know, dollar yeah. bills in the locker room, and you only got four thousand for that. So I, so like, this is more, maybe to certain uh, people think this is more jovial or comical stuff, but I'm trying to, you know, look at the ugly side of it. What, what, but back to the, what happens if he's, uh, uh, you know, removed as starter now, the, well, the Morgan family, problem. now the Morgan family is, they were already pissed. Now they're even more pissed at, at, uh, PJ. You, you just screwed. That was part of our agreement with this midway forward is that he was the starter. Now that you've removed well, him. Now, wait, just hold on. Now that you've removed him from being the starter, it wasn't an injury thing. It was a performance thing. You cost us 25, 30, 40, whatever, $1,000. Sure. Now there's more stress, even more. Well, on of these head coaches of to make these decisions. Well, that's I mean, that's the direction we're moving is these poor head coaches. They've got they're going to have exponentially more to think about than they have in the past. On top of recruiting, you're going to add this now. And it's, think about this. What if he just cashed in on this and he's he's literally loaded and he's driving around nice cars. He's got yeah. a, a gallon each arm. And think about how that divides the locker room and think about how pissed PJ would be about that. Now you're a distraction. He's a distraction. Okay, we understand you got that brand new loaded F-150. Do you, do you have to drive it around? You know, like, hey, hey, Tanner, could you? We're getting some guys that are a little upset. Look, you, you know? can't be wearing nicer suits than me. That's my thing. I wear good suits, okay? I mean, PJ would still have the better looking quarter zips, I would think, no matter what. But, um, but okay. Yes. Is, is Again, is anything that we're talking about here? Like I, not only do I not think it's plausible. No, all that stuff's gonna I, happen. I would expect it to happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Next one. Um. Okay. Anybody remember just two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when the NCA uh, women basketball tournament got going, the NCAA men basketball tournament got going? What happened? 
What was the what was the controversy? There was a weight room controversy. The men had this beautiful, well outfitted weight room, which you know they should have. They all they want to keep their bodies at, in peak yep. condition. And the women basically got five pound kettlebells. Okay. On top of that, the spread that they were provided in their hotel rooms. There was that. There was the, a swag the, bag. The swag bag for the men's was way better than the swag bag for the women. I don't know who took the you know the photos to compare the two, but all it took was one person to do that, tweet it out, and uh, the proverbial shitstorm hit, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, now we go a year or two into the future, okay? So how is it going to be received when the outside linebacker at Penn State makes 10 times more than the leading scorer for the women's basketball team or the leading shot blocker or, or blocker or whatever. I'm not a volleyball guy for the women's volleyball team. Like I think it's a setter. And isn't it an outside hitter right. dig or yeah. something like that? Well, they're all going to be digging for money, but um, I don't know. Oh, it's it, going to be a shit storm. The, the, the woke crowd, especially the woke media is just going to have a field day with that one. So we are literally teeing up another example for people to be pissed off about. Of this course. Stuff. Yeah. Because, and then my, then my next question with that is who's, "Quote unquote fault," is that? Because that's going to. I mean, it's happen. not nobody's fault. It's just it's the demand from society. Like the an outside linebacker has more clout than any 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 volleyball player. Right. Any uh, like a Penn State linebacker has more clout than literally any volleyball I, player I in believe, the entire country. I believe you are speaking on fact. I agree with you. I, it's and just again, market I'm, demand. It right? is market demand. So we're just going to provide another avenue for this stuff to happen. And yeah. again, I'm not saying that it's wrong. Neither I, am I. I, I. Like, I'm saying it's going to happen. So the powers that be, athletic directors, the head of the NCA, whoever, I, I guess they better, to a certain degree, have a plan for this because it's a fr- that's what the free market is going to to wind up producing. I was listening to what's the what's the Fernelli podcast? Barton yeah, Simmons Fernelli. It's either cover two or cover three. I can't. Cover Martin three. Simmons not on anymore. But... Oh, okay. Cover yeah, three. Yeah. Yep. But now it's Danny Cannell, right? Danny Cannell. Yep. And and not another guy. But go ahead. I can't remember. Yep. Anyway, did you know Tom's a lawyer? It wasn't Tom. It was the. It's the other guy that's the lawyer. Oh, okay. Yep. That's the problem. I have that podcast. I don't know who's who. Okay. Anyway, the lawyer guy. He was saying what the NCAA is trying to do is basically let someone else make the decision. And so they can go back and say, oh, we had we had no choice in this. Because there's there's a Supreme Court case right now, which is kind of related to this, but not really. It's yep. not exactly the same thing. And he's basically saying they're just waiting for someone to make a decision because they are they don't have the balls to do it. Correct. And to and th- don't have the balls to do it is one way of putting it. That's literally how he put it. Right. Or th- that's the smart play. No, I'm not NCAA. saying it's a dumb. Okay. It's not a dumb play, right? Because that denotes like you you're just scared to make a decision. Maybe the decision is this is the the smarter decision for the NCAA is to distance ourselves from this because they see so many of the tentacles getting where they're going and how ugly right. they could be. But but it is inevitable. This is going to happen. This is so inevitable. it's they just need to to let it happen. You know whatever way that makes them look the best in the media. That's fine. But they need to find a way. They just need to find a way to best regulate it. Right. That that's what it's gonna gonna come down to. And I guess my question is, would the NCA even be the ones quote unquote regulating it? Who's who is 
who is regulating what these kids get? This, That's a good point. Th- there's no governing body. At that point, there wouldn't be any regulation. The, the, like, I mean, the regulation is whatever the laws are of that state. Like, honestly, the the one thought I had, and maybe, again, maybe this is dumb. I don't know, but it's really not much any different than an actor or an actress. Okay, sure. They very similar. They're they're their own entity at that point. Yeah. Okay. So. They, now there are there's the uh, Screen Actors Guild right and stuff yeah. like there's like a union right there, there is the act- yeah is this now what naturally gives into the players joining a union like that because I think that's inevitable it's got to be because then they could find gonna... some some sort of representation even if it's not hiring an agent there could be people that counsel the the you know the guild or the union whatever you call it. And at least giving them advice. Look, here's the going rate for a local commercial spot. And so they know that they're not getting screwed. Bingo. Somebody's going to have to be out. Like, And by the way, if you're looking for a business idea right now, yeah. there's going to be lawyers that are going to jump on this because that's what they're going to get paid to do. Absolutely. You get whatever, 15% of every contract that one of these players signs. I mean, you could, you could just... Uh, uh, be the lead guy and in, in for Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Oklahoma. And my guess is you're you're probably going to make some good money off that. Yeah, so, you know that's going to happen. So, and and one thing I do before because I think there's a couple different ways we can go down with this, but I also don't know if men will necessarily be that better off. Okay, because. What one theory I've heard that I don't know if I agree with, but I think it's at least worth talking about. So a lot of these female athletes, okay, and I would use the Oregon softball team as one. You've seen them on Twitter. Oh, I've seen them. Okay, yes. all right. We're we're getting into sketchy stuff to a certain degree, but I don't know what else to say. People like this is how humans react, right? In that they tend to gravitate. Towards what, what attractive Greek, females. What Greek is trying to say is the hot softball player from Oregon that maybe not that good at all. Who knows? Is probably going to make a lot more money off this than the, let's just throw it out there, the best volleyball player in the country. Bingo. How's that going to be received? Uh, the woke media will not like that one either. That's not going to be great. But then in, at the same, you know, uh, uh, on the same lines, being a very attractive, hardworking, talented softball player that gets, I don't know what a big number is, you know, but two, two million followers on Instagram. I, I mean, g- go get your money, right? Of course. She, she it, deserves it. Hey, it's a free world. It is a free world. Or a free country, anyway. Free, well, yeah. yeah. Kind of, you, not, not so much. Well, but but like, that's, that's that, all this is going to happen. Like, I, 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 and, and I guess in big red letters, this is what I have. How come I don't hear the experts on Twitter or the media to a, a, a many degree, like they don't talk about all they. Because it's I'm all about. Name, I'm going to say his name again. I because I, I, I don't care. Braden Gall acts like this is just a blip. Like nothing is going to change about the sport. It's basically what we got now, except it's all black market now. Now it's going to be above the surface. Heck, it's going to probably improve. But there's still going to be a black market. Yeah, it's going to be the open market plus the black market. Probably that's not going away. The under-the-table paying a five-star guy $400,000 to come to your school is still going to be there. But it, but don't you think it'll be above – now it could be above the table. Because it could the, be. Okay. I guess. That, yeah, I guess that's true. It so could it, be above the table. Because – Maybe it will eliminate a lot of that. I, so, so And again, I want to be wrong. 
I want to be wrong on this. I still want to love college football 10 and 20 years from now. Okay, side note. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast and I just I just clicked on it because it was a college football podcast. And I guess I knew it was Braden Gall, but I forgot it was Braden Gall, or maybe I didn't know it was right. him talking. Right. And he was talking about something unrelated to this. And I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> This is the dumbest. He, this guy has the. And then he's like, I'm Braden Gall. I'm like, oh. Oh, that's why. Forgot it was Braden talking. Yeah. Um, hey, Braden, if you ever want to come on and debate us yeah, on the podcast, anytime. Love, I honestly would love to love to have him on with us. But and we should say cover two podcasts. Is cover Braden's two. His okay. podcast. Yeah. Um, we're not perfect either. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff we say that's dumb as hell. But um, anyways, I just, again, like if, if I haven't made my point clear. The oversimplification of what this is going to be baffles me. Well, because that's not part of the wokeness to to bring up the the negatives or just the like in this situation. I'm just talking about like what just seems to be very obvious realities of how this is going to go. The same thing I would compare it to, and I do want to come back to a couple of the other stuff, but the the TP, okay, like the numbers I'm being shown right now is that somewhere around. Upwards of one third of eligible basketball players. I thought it was forty percent. Right around. I think 40. that's a little high. Okay. I, was, I tried to do my own numbers, and it, it shot up after that. It was like close to thirty percent when I ran the numbers. Okay. Um, and then there was tons more people that joined the transfer sure. report. Let's just call it somewhere between twenty five percent, a quarter, or to a third of the basketball players are in the transfer portal. Um, another another life lesson thing. Okay. How many times in your life did you start in on something? Maybe it was a job. Maybe it was a, a relationship. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to go too deep down on a project. I don't know. And and you're just into it and you're like, oh, man, this is bad. I should not be doing this. This is bad. But for whatever many reason. Times. Many times. Okay. And I'm not saying this happens every time. but But many times, for whatever reason, you have to stick with it. And then after time goes yeah. by, you're like. It's good that I stuck around because now I like this. I, I learn. Learning is a big one. Or even like you get done with it and it was bad most of the time. But then in comparison, the lessons you learn from that oh, yeah. are are immense. Like you can't put. I can give you a handful of huge examples. Like that. Life. Yes. Not, well, not with the TP. Don't like it. Gone. Don't like it. Gone. These kids are robbing themselves. The system is robbing themselves of not learning those lessons. And I really hope I don't sound like old angry guy shouting at the cloud, but I, 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 I I believe I have picked up a certain amount of experience on my years on the planet that, that at least gives me the authority to to say that much. And maybe it's just something that they need to learn the hard way, but I'm going to give you an example just this week. uh, uh, When uh, Thursday, Thursday, Adam Miller, the basketball player for Illinois, he was so he's basically like the fifth guy on the team. He started every game this year, true freshman. Started every game, averaged eight point something per game. He was essentially going to have to step into the IO role next year. He was going to be the premier scorer, assuming that Kofi's not coming back. He was that was going to have to be him. Was he going to be able to do it or not? We don't know. He's transferring. I mean, he would have gotten thirty-two minutes a game next year for a, a team that is in the Big Ten. A huge power five conference. Where does he think he's going to go? I don't know. I don't get it. And, and, but, the, but, and at the same time, it's like, I don't know what's going on in his life. So I, 
I can't comment well, we, on we that. Well, we have a little. Okay. You, you, and, and let's not maybe go, because I don't want to talk about a single player too much. But you, you use him as an example. That's fine. But, uh, yeah, my, my example being, I just don't see this working out well for him. I, I don't know no. where he's going to go, be the premier player. He had a, he, it was all set up for him. Here you go. It, you have the program on a platter. I just I don't think this is overall healthy for the athlete. Like everything that we're doing here is is for is for the athlete. Okay, correct. And I, and I get that. I I, don't, I, I, uh... I okay. Well, all right. We're gonna okay. I I too care about the athletes. We have we have to right. I mean they're the ones that are playing. Okay, I do too. But there's two things that I feel like get kicked to the side, which is the overall health of the sport, whatever sport it is. Of course. And dang it, the fans matter. Well, we we matter. Well, if, if it wasn't for us, none of this would even be here. I want everyone to understand that. These guys wouldn't have a scholarship. Stadiums wouldn't be getting filled. There wouldn't be millions of dollars pouring in. Yes, we matter. I, I don't know what, what... We should matter more than anybody. I... Is that I, a dumb thing to say? I don't I don't know if I'd go so far as to say that we matter more than anybody. Okay, but, then let's all go away. But, but well, okay. But to the degree that the fans are kicked to the side, oh, no, we're not even considered. It's mind-numbing to me because and, and, I tell you one thing, asking any any um, athletic director right now how much they miss not having fans in the stands sure. for the past year, it, it's huge for their bottom line. And by the way, I go back to the schools are are giving something too. Let's not forget they are promising these athletes athletes four years of scholarship in the Big Ten. You promised them four years, and they they owe you nothing. I don't understand. It's not an even trade anymore. I, I don't think so. And I know they use the comparison of a coach can pick up and go whenever he wants, but an athlete can't. Which, by the way, isn't true anymore. No, it's an not true. An athlete can pick up and go whenever they want. So now we've got an environment where everybody can pick up and go. So, anytime okay. They want. But that, if I, that I was just, the case, hold on. If that was the, so the athlete can pick up and go. So then why can't you pull their scholarship after a year? He's not as good as we thought. We're not giving you four years. We gave you a year too bad. Honestly, I'm surprised. It why hasn't... don't they go back? Cause that's the way it used and I, to be. And I, I, I do not want that. I'm assuming you don't. Either. No, I don't. Okay. I liked the four year. I liked the promise Me of too. four year, but if an athlete can leave, we need to go back to the old way where it was a, a year by year scholarship. Dude, I mean, it, it, I, I'm surprised. That I would be okay with that. Right. Because I kind of feel like to a certain degree, and I'm not saying people should like feel sorry for these million dollar coaches type of deal. But like, I also feel like the coaches get crapped on too much too. Like it's not their fault that the open market dictated that they were worth millions of dollars, which by the way, gets me to jealousy a lot of times with this. Of course. I, I, it's people are jealous that coaches make that much. And I, I guarantee that's why they're angry half the time. Um, okay. I'm kind of, we're all over the board, but one thing I did kind of want to hit on is another thing that I do not, I don't, I certainly don't know the answer. I don't even know where I come down on, in, in my opinion of this topic, which is many people believe this will actually be something that evens the playing field with blue bloods to. Yeah. So that's what Braden Gall was saying. He's just making that assumption. And that was only, that was a different topic. I was talking about a different topic before he, he brushed on that, that it would kind of even things out. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it will. I don't know. I I honestly have no idea. Okay. I don't either. I I was interested on what your take was. So you're basically as confused. You it's confused on me. Yeah. But you want to know how I feel about it? We're already basically at chaos. Did you ever see the movie Heather's? 
I have not. You've never seen the movie Heathers? I, sh- I know. It's like one of those where I see it and I'm like, I, I should. It's uh, who's who's uh, the. So the, it's uh, um, Christian Slater. Yes. Is the main guy in Winona Ryder. Winona. Who's yeah. from Winona, Minnesota. Minnesota. Hence the name. Yeah. I mean, what 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 a coincidence. That like, was back when Christian Slater was going to be the next Jack Nicholson. Correct. Everybody loved but him. But there's then. a there. <laughs> he has a line in that movie. He goes, it's great. Chaos is great. Chaos is what killed the dinosaurs, darling. That was a. That was a good Christian Slater. Oh, was man. it? Really? I think that was really good. Okay, that's your assignment. You got to watch that movie. Okay. It's a great movie. All right. But I'm at the point where I'm like, I, I don't care. Chaos. Let's just go full on chaos, man. Let's see what happens. All right. I Roll guess, the dice. Because I, we're already past the point of no return. I guess to a certain degree, I understand what you're saying, but I don't know. I'm a little bit. I'm a. I'm. I'm. I play things maybe a little bit more close to the vest. And uh, dude, again, I. I swear I don't have. A malicious bone in my body with this. If we can figure out a way that these these kids make money and and the college football itself as an institution carries on, I'm great. I, I really hope that's the case. I'm just nervous that it is. And and and, and as far as back to the blue blood versus thing, like I can understand where it's a situation where essentially uh, local institutions. <laughs> can basically bid on a recruit. And 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 that's going to happen and they say they're going to try to find a way that you can't do that while they're being recruited. That's that's not that's not possible. Can. How can you that, That's that not gets possible. Back to the, the thing we talked about before with it's if if the NCAA isn't the governing right. body over this, then who makes those rules? It's a free market. You, that's not going to happen. I'm telling you right now. I mean, SEC boosters, which is what I'm scared of, they could theoretically pay one million dollars for every eighty-five, all eighty-five guys. Do I think that's going to happen? No, I'm, I'm being facetious. But the point I'm trying to make is, there's nothing actually stopping that from right. happening. Right, and and you know, as an Illinois fan, after thirty years of losing, there's so much, there's so such little momentum from the fan base. It's just going to make, it's going to push us even further down the and ladder. I, I like, I feel like that's my. Iowa, I feel like Iowa fans are very, very, like we we love our teams and players right love them but like there's always that baseline where many of us are farmers and just practical and at some point i feel like iowa fans are just gonna be like man i'm not i'm not giving money that much money for a kid to come play football for yeah so so then i wonder then i feel like because of that like people are gonna look at this on more of just a a sane approach like this is crazy to give a 17 18 year old this much money but you know where sanity goes away? The SEC. Correct. They ain't going to care. They don't care if that system that we're talking about gobbles up and craps out a 19-year-old kid that got too much money. They'll just be like, well, we'll just go find another one. Because right. they've already shown. They just they, That's how they're going to go about it. And oh, by the way, they're not going to get any money out of the Pac-12. Nobody gives a bleep about college Correct. athletes on the West Coast. They're just going to get pushed further and so, further down so the ladder. The, the Pac-12 will be even... I. I hope I'm wrong and, again, but I and if it, it's what if, I see. If that's what happens, then at that point, as an Illinois fan, I don't even want to be part of it. Just break off and form a co- completely different, you know, whatever you call it, not NCAA, yeah. but a different, different, okay. like a different league. All right. And just pull the other teams that don't want to be part of it either and have your own championship at that point. So well, I, I, Illinois, they, they, don't, they shouldn't be competing with Alabama at but this you, point. But obviously, and I, I know you. I know you, you know, mean what you say, but the reality of how that would feel is it would not suck. good. I know. I don't, okay. I'm not saying I want okay. that. I'm All just right. saying at that point, because it'd be, it'd be 
pointless to even try to compete with that. Okay, and this I think this is the last topic, and we can wrap it up. Um, but th- you you brought up a great point, and this is another thing I'm nervous about. Okay, is this also leads into to a certain degree expansion of the playoffs, and then Ugh. when you hear about um, um, would the Power Five and Notre Dame br- branch off, and I don't like that either. Okay, and like is there selfishness wrapped in with this? 100%. College football is a diversion for me, yeah. and I love it, okay? I, I can't. Again, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't say that, all right? But I do also mean it when I say that college football meant a lot to my family, me, my middle brother, my oldest brother. We, I've got cousins, most many of my best friends. We all played college football, and we got something from that. We got a free... Uh, school in some cases, not all cases, but you at least got lifelong friends. You got lessons that you learn. Okay. And what I'm nervous about is if, if, if so much of the cream goes to the top with, with so much of this, where we do get down to just the, the, the power five teams. Okay. I, I don't, I don't want to see app state go away. I don't know. I don't see... either. I always enjoyed the G five teams. I'm, that's part of me. When I fell in love with college football was basically when I went to college and started going to games a lot and then noticing these other conferences and stuff. And, and, and I always, I loved watching the, the West coast game. I loved watching the PAC 12 games. Absolutely. I love watching the mountain West games. Absolutely. Those are, no, I, I don't want those to I go got, away. I mean, the academies. I'm, I love watching the academies play. Right. I'm an Iowa fan first. I'm a big 10 fan second, but you can darn well bet. I am a complete college football yeah. fan. Third, all those three are all bunched together. I mean, there's 130, uh, FBS teams, 85 scholarships a piece. Yep. Okay. 11,220 young men get a chance to get an education get in many cases leadership in their lives that they were lacking up to that point, or sure. at least it's very oh, for tough sure. yeah. companionship, life lessons and stuff. I am. This is not, I'm not soapbox. I believe this stuff because like, again, I've, I've lived it. Yeah. So let's just say 15 teams fold because of this. Sure. Right. Like name, you know, you, you grab two from the Mac and two from the SWAC. And I don't know, like they just start getting picked off because they, they just can't survive. So 15 go, that's 1,275 less scholarships. Yep. And, and I sometimes hear people just like, well, no big deal. Bryce is doing business. <laughs> Not very woke of you. I think I worked woke in four times. You did. So far you got it. You yeah. got it in there. Yeah. But in this instance, I don't know how we, they're married together with this and i don't know man i'm i'm nervous uh not not scared just like i don't know apprehensive for how this is gonna go um me too I, and, and i don't care if you think i'm the old guy yelling at the kids on your lawn yeah because i am we are who we are yeah. i don't know it's just and it's it's, what it it's is. selfish it's me being selfish yeah but there there is truth behind what i just brought up and the fact that it, it could hurt the kids. Oh, there's going to be, I mean, the TP alone is going to be hurting kids. All whatever 30% of those kids aren't going to find a, a home that they expected to find. That's not going to, there's no way. No. Good luck with that. It's just I not going to happen. And it makes me sad. Not enough spots. It makes me sad, man. So they're going to go looking for something better and end up finding something worse. All right. Well, there it is. That was the pod. That pretty much went down kind of how I thought it did. Should we just um, call this the old man yelling, yelling at the cloud, cloud pod? pod? We could do that. Let's do that. That could be pretty yeah. good. Um, you got to get the uh, the Simpsons meme. Yeah. That's, that's what it's Grandpa Simpson. Grandpa Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll try All right. to. 
do that. Uh, next pod, uh, four days, seven days, ten days, whatever. Somewhere around there is going to be the Big Ten focused NFL draft pod. Very much looking forward. Hope you guys tune into that. I am Jeffrey the Greek. I'm Big Kurt. This is the Eyes on Big Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.